Welcome back to the DS Chronicles of Demon Slayer podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. I'm Chad. And today we're here to cover Season 3, Episode 2 of the Swords, Swordsman Village Arc. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Demon Slayer. That's what we're covering. Yeah, but it's the Village Arc, the Swordsman Village Arc. Yurichi. Type 0. Type 0. There you go. I'm trying to help you out here. I'm guiding you through this. I know, but you also, you're saying you tried to help me. You didn't answer my question the two times I asked it. What was the question? Is it the Swordsman Village Arc? Swordsmith Village Arc. Thank you. I didn't feel like I was getting it right. I needed your help, and all you kept telling me was things I wasn't asking. Thank you. You're a great co-host. The Swordsmith... I'm not saying it again. (laughs) I wasn't listening because I was Swordsmith so... Village Arc. Smith, yes. Their name's their last name is Smith. Yes. Yorichi Type Zero, what did you think of the episode, Chad? So this one was a shocker to me because we had so many freaking theories and, uh, you know, we just thought so many things mm-hmm. were going to happen. Turned out it was a robot the entire time. It was kind of a letdown for me at first, but the ending, I like what they did with it near the end. Right. Yeah, we've discussed it before. You're the type of guy. You can show them a blank screen for 19 minutes and 30 seconds, but if they do something cool in the last 30 seconds, you're like, wow, what a great episode. Right. Uh, there was some... The second watch, I had a little bit more fun taking notes or whatever. I was about to say, the second watch, it was a little bit better than what I initially thought. We set ourselves up for failure because I was like, oh, I'm expecting a big episode because da-da-da, this and this, and then you were have had eight theories that were connected to that being an actual guy out in the sun. It was a robot. Uh, now, you know what's interesting, about. though, is Yorichi, isn't that the same last name as the number one demon? I'm pretty sure it is. So I don't know. So the, the, what I'm thinking is that this thing has to either be literally based off the number one demon or based off the number one demon's like family. I just know that the number lineage. one demon, his name was Kokushibo, and I did not have to go back into my notes to find that. I remembered it. Okay. Well, now what I'm what I'm assuming is that this is either somebody, this is based off somebody that was in his family, or this is literally based off the same guy. Yes, yeah. you would think you would think that it, uh, and we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, and that's fine. Um, you would think it looks so much like him that it's the guy, but I saw uh, Nanji last episode so i think if you're part of someone's family you can potentially look 99.7 percent of the uh exactly like him with just a slightly different hairstyle right and it could be like a tanji and tanji's father situation Mm -hmm. could have been based off the literally number one demon's father but his father abused him as a child made him go on a dirty path of demonry to where he then accepted the demon realm and became the number one demon instead of becoming a and now that we Ashira. usually try and avoid that, but this time we didn't, we've talked about everything we need to talk about. I've been Ronnie. I've been chatting. Peace. Peace. Just kidding. No, we've got a full recap here. What do you think this is? We get into the first minute of the episode, which starts where we left off last episode. A little boy in one of those stupid masks is having a heated conversation with the uh, Mist Hashira. I, I would love to smoke a pipe out of the mask, bro. What is that? I don't. I was trying to go for the accent. I what? thought the mask was, but that was not the right accent. That is a, not the accent <laughs> the mask makes at all. What What do you think the accent is that the mask? Makes? <laughs> Just blowing. <laughs> it's it's Oi! It, no. Hi, hey. He's on a Mario brother too. I know you went and saw the Mario brother. No, I did movie not, man. I really want to see it. You want to go? Let's do it. All right. It looks pretty cool. Let's recap it. Jack Black. 
Played the Bowser of the Century, a role of a lifetime. So nice guy Tanji, only worried about the fact that he's eavesdropping, but is forcing himself through it. He's like, I gotta stick around in case I need to mediate the situation. So nice guy. The Mist Hashira chops this kid's neck, making him fall to the ground. Now, at first, when I was watching this, I thought it was a backhanded slap, or a front-handed slap, and the guy went the wrong way. No, he karate chops him in the neck. Owie. And dude, imagine the control this guy has to have to be able to do this to a little kid and not kill him. (laughs) Because, obviously, the hot... Hashiras are super strong. Mm-hmm. I feel like he could decapitate this kid if he wanted to. I feel to, like but. I could decapitate decapitate a kid. Yeah, especially with that mask. It'd make you angry, him wearing that mask. Well, it would definitely so, make me angry with him wearing level that up, mask. Yeah. Do you think you could kill a kid with a chop to the neck? Whoa, dude. With a chop to the neck? No. It looks... Pr- I think about yes, it. Yes, with a pickaxe. It looks pretty... It's one of those where it's like, like... 10 swings. You think you'd just take 10 swings? With a pickaxe? I think if I got him tied down, 10 hard swings with a pickaxe would get it there. I didn't like you bringing that up. I was just talking about no weapons. I think I feel like people don't think about the neck that much, but if you just, oh, I mean, do this right here. I'm just doing a little chop oh, to dude, my neck. that would hurt. Imagine someone really going after you there. Right. It would just hurt. I don't, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't be decapitated, but it would hurt. Don't mess around, but if you were a little kid. Maybe if you were five months old. Okay, how about this? I take three karate lessons. Now that people aren't things. doing people aren't doing karate anymore. They're not. You know why? Because it's stupid. Whoa! I don't like uh, because it's dumb. Karate is a child sport. Says a kid who literally had a karate birthday party. Yeah, and I said you heard what I just said. It's a child sport. It is a child sport. I mean, everyone's That's where doing, you learn nunchucks. Everyone's Ooh, doing jiu-jitsu, which is much more practical, but it's it's kind of sad, everyone, you know. Oh, let's do karate. Let's do let's use our nunchucks, guys. Pour one out for karate. Dumbest weapon ever. Tanji runs up. Thank God he was around. Now, I should mention that it becomes very apparent very early on that that demon look-alike from last episode is just a contraption of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, as a matter of fact, when we pulled up the episode, before we even started it, you had paused on that thing, and I was like, taken aback. I was like, what is going on here? That thing looks horrifying. It's just a doll. Now, the Mistashira, he don't remember so good. You helped me remember that, because I didn't at first. He I says, helped you remember that he doesn't remember, yep. Mm-hmm. So good. He remembers a little bit. He just doesn't remember so good. He says Tanji's voice is annoying and then asks who he is. Now, Tanji's amazed at how big his arms are for not being that big of a guy. It's kind of like a lot of what people say about me. Like, God, God, Ronnie Coleman has that sleeper build. (laughs) God, why do you wear so many long sleeve t-shirts? Your forearms are just begging to bust out of those things, even though you're only 5'2". Yeah, that's that sleeper build mode. That's a big common thing going around on the interwebs nowadays. They say, "God, oh my God, I can barely fit my thumb and pinky around your forearm. This is amazing. How did you do that? Chad, my goodness, you have better abs than I thought. You're not just a Holocaust survivor. Whoa. <laughs> you're, not, you're not that. You don't get to just give yourself that badge. Those people were heroes. I know, I know. I'm saying people say I looked like them. Oh, okay. It's very skinny. Now, the Miss Tashira does a lot here. Keep up. He punches Tanji, tells him he's weak, 
tells him he doesn't understand how he became a demon slayer and is also picking up a strange vibe from Nezuko's box. He's taking in a lot of information, delving out of a lot of insults all in one go. This is da- more dangerous than I thought. What if he can't truly remember this, he could easily be like, if he would have actually sensed the demon, he could have easily taken the demon out of the box and just had her burn from the sun because he doesn't remember. Right. But this was Ta- a lot I mean, more dangerous. Tanji wasn't going to just let that happen. But he's a lot more powerful than Tanji. He's a lot more powerful than Tanji, but so are some of the demons that Tanji's faced. Like, okay, just because he could beat Tanji in a battle doesn't mean that Tanji's just going to let him open a box. All right, there's well, two different levels. There's he, two different. He let levels. him get. Well, think about it. He got knocked out. He yes, could have opened that Tanji, box at any point. Tanji was in nice guy Tanji mode. He wasn't ready to not be chopped in the neck. I know, but he got knocked out. Think about it. He could have easily just taken that box. All right. Well, then according to you, Chad, I mean, we we fought both the six demon. Yeah, it was just the six demon. It looks like a piece of cake. We'll just send the Miss Hashira out there. We'll be fine. No, I'm just saying, all I'm saying is this story should have been he knocks Tanji out and he steals the box. That's what should have happened. Keep going. Okay, you want to put Nezuko in danger. So weird. I don't want to do that. Now, we get to the OP. uh, I mean, this is where it's supposed to be for real the first time. You know, it was at the last, the end of last episode, which always confuses me because I'm like, oh, that's the ED. And then you're like, oh, well, clearly it's the OP. And then I say, Chad, what does the OP stand for? And you say, well, it stands for the opening. And then I said, well, where did they put it? You said the end. So I said, blah. Now that it's at the beginning of the episode, what do you think of it? Oh, it's awesome. It's pretty sick. It's so sick. Dude, DS does a great job of their openings. They do, but I'll say the other ones, I can't think of like a... They, like I remember them all being good. Yeah, when you say that... I like this one more than that. I like that song more. The very first song more. Mm. Now now this actual opening, visuals and all, I grade it higher. Yeah, because uh, Zenitsu's not in it. Is that why? That's, that not, that's not why. Now that I might change my mind, no. The no, song uh, the song rips. It, the song rips and it because it's it just looks so cool. Do any song, this is such an easy way to Ronnie's uh hype train. All you do is you start off kind of slow. Maybe you put a little backing track, and then you go, rip a guitar! Mm-hmm. You rip a guitar! And then you say, when the solo comes, guitar! And then the solo <laughs> yeah. starts. Uh, any anime thing that does that, if you look at me the first time I'm watching it, I just have this goofy grin on my face and just go, yeah. <laughs> the rest of the song would be terrible. Yeah. But the first five seconds of and you go, guitar. What? Okay, I'm going to go. I'm diving deep in it. Okay. Dive. Spoilers ahead. Yeah, dive on in. I saw the number four and the number five demon in this OP. I sure did too. Now, it was the Ronnie Haunt demon. Haunt and so Goo. Haunt and Goo is the Ronnie demon, right, at number four? That's correct. Number four? That is also correct. Number five is the one with, like, the hands for the the mm-hmm. eyes and the, the eyes for the mouth. Hate. Yep, Gyoko. The, yeah, the nose is, like, his testicles. Like, he's just got a bunch of missing parts. Oh, wow, Ronnie, you're doing such a good remembering all the names. Yeah, Gyoko. Gyoko, correct. So... How cool is this going to be if we fight two uppers at one time? But also in the opening is the love Hashira and the mist with Tanji. So it would be fair because it'd be two Hashiras and Tanji versus two uppers. Well, and the scarred up gentleman with a gun. Oh, yes, he does have a gun in yeah, it. Yeah, don't forget that's about cool. that. That's cool. His weapon, if it's a gun, that's going to be epic. Yeah. No no more katanas, man. I'm done with them. Well, especially, I'm. Wait, how, wait, I'm sorted out after this episode. How is he going to kill the demons with a gun, though, if you have to kill them with a <laughs> hey, sword? Hey, don't question that guy. Okay. 
Have you seen those scars? He's been through. He's seen things. He picked his weapon of choice purposely. So Tanji tries to comfort Little Mask Man. We'll get his name a little bit later. I don't have it yet. And I don't Hatiru? No, Something like that. Not You just said the demon's name because I just said it a second ago. Because I was What is the demon's this, name again? Which one? Number four. It's something along the lines of Hauntingu. Yeah. The uh, the little boy's name is like Hatiru. Doesn't start with an H. It starts with a K. Kyotoru. Do, do you want me to... Ro- it's Kyotoru. I'll scroll down and find it, but then I'm going to lose my place. No, find it. Kotetsu. Kotetsu, I was close. You weren't that close at all. <laughs> Not that close at all. And what happened? Lost my spot. Here, here we go. Tanji tries to comfort Kotetsu, but he is some hurt pride, so he isn't accepting it. That's always that's a rough one to see. When you everyone's been there before. When you try and help someone, and it's always with guys because we're so prideful, and it's not always with guys, sometimes it's girls. But it looks even more bitch when you don't accept the help because clearly, do you know what I'm saying at all? Yeah, no, because you're saying, yeah. Okay, you don't, that's fine. Well, I've never lost at anything, so it's hard. That's not true either. (laughs) You're taking L's daily. No, it's like, are you talking about sports? Like, say. Sports are just, you know, if, uh, say, like a guy, a guy stubs his toe, right? Something that everyone knows is some of the most painful shit ever. If you got another guy there that goes, oh, dude, are you okay? If if I stub my toe and Travis goes, are you okay? Hey, makes it hurt even worse. And I'm going to say. You say, shut the heck up, Trav. I'm crying. I'm crying. And I go, I'm I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) And it makes me look even worse. Here's another one. This probably is the worst of all time that can happen to anybody. Well, I don't think it can. you are up against a very strong opponent with a stubbed toe, especially if it's a pinky toe. So well, this is luck. what I'm talking about right here, and that is being a server, slipping and dropping all of the drinks. That's rough. How many times did you do that? I did it one time, but I feel like everyone, every server probably does it at least once. Some, you might only do it once in your lifetime. You might be a server for 40 years and do it one time, mm-hmm. but you'll have that one time that you do it at yeah, least. Luckily, I never I never served. And I had this one time where I was serving water to this lovely table. It was a very attractive. Uh, some of the kids would call them MILF. Yeah. It was a very attractive MILF. Just one. There was just one <laughs> at the table. Well, you, there- you brought out a tray anyway. You could have just carried it and you had the tray. No, there was multiple, but one of the glasses spilt, and it went all over her back. And I just spilt all the water all over this. Was she wearing a white shirt? Back. She was not, and it didn't. It only got on her backside and like some of her hair. Unfortunately, didn't get the front side. But well, everyone knows you're a weird individual. You like seeing the back of a woman more so than a front, anyway. Oh, Especially yeah. the top up. You shoulder blades is really what you mm-hmm. milk it to. Nothing better than a wet shoulder blade. <laughs> You've always said that. <laughs> So, uh, Kotatsu says he won't hand over the key even if he's tortured. At this point, we're going, key? What? Huh? What's that all about? Uh, And one more time, it's going... Oh, he also, talking about the item, he says one more time, and it's going to break down for good. He's being very, you know, shady here. We don't know what he's talking about. Now, the Mist Hashira approaches this from a very realistic standpoint. He says, not even adults can endure torture training. So, so just let me use the thing. 
Yeah. Do you want me to give you a couple of theories here? I know our theories have been way off recently. I love the theories. That's what we have a podcast for. The Mist Hashira might have under, undergone some torture himself as a kid, the way he's talking about this. That's why his mind is like uh, foregone. He doesn't remember certain foregone. things. Foregone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I say either that or, yeah, he just had a very rough childhood. Maybe even kind of similar to Zenitsu because Zenitsu doesn't remember shit and goes to sleep and like fights. And this guy maybe is like under some kind of spell or something. He's like, um, he's very disconnected. One thing could have happened differently and he would be a serial killer. Yes. There's things that aren't connected with him and we're getting ready to talk a little bit more about it because Tanji says something. So he holds out his hand for the key and Tanji gives him the most angry low five I've ever seen. Yes, it was very chick-like. Something a chick would do. Nice guy Tanji's nightmare is for someone to be this rude. Just be this <laughs> unpleasant. Tanji says, I can't stand you, as he does jazz fingers. Have we ever had Tanji just say he doesn't like someone? No. Keep it. This is the guy that covered the mouth of a dying demon who had almost murdered him so he could make nice with his sister before going on to the forever land. And he's just straight up saying to this guy, this guy said, I'll tort... You won't last a torturing, which he wouldn't. And Tanji's just like, I don't like this guy. Now, was that guy, the Mist Hashira, literally saying that, like, I will torture you? Or do you think he... That's what I'm saying. Some would take it that way. Okay. But I almost just think he's, from an analytical standpoint, he's like, well... He's like, some strong people haven't survived torture training, so there's no way you are a 10-year-old kid. (laughs) Tanji shout-outs... Swords ma- sword makers as we see one of them hiding behind a tree he's really going to bat for him and he launches into this grandiose speech about swordsmen swords makers living in harmony one not working if the other doesn't work and the Miss Hashira says I don't have time to listen to this boring speech and then he karate chops Tanji in the neck as well and in our reaction check out the reaction youtube.com slash Ronnie and Chad this could not have been any more Tanji-like in what we have said about Tanji since the beginning. He goes on these spiels to where it just bores people. It's just annoying. <laughs> and he deserved this. This is the one time he deserved it. That guy should have said, I can't stand you. He should have added that, too, since he just said that. Right. Since Tanji just said that to him, too. Give him a dose of his own medicine. Yeah. Now, the swordsman who was behind the tree wearing platform sandals, which were ridiculous was about to carry Tanji back to town, but runs away as Tanji starts to come to. Now, this... We're supposed to understand that this is the crazy guy. I don't know his name. Oh, really? I think. I didn't realize that. I'm pretty sure... Because Tanji wakes up and says, was that Mr. Blah, 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 blah. So many complicated names this season. But it's the same name of the guy who makes his swords. Why is he so scared of Tanji then? Because he was very angry at him before and not afraid to chase him. I think he just like can't face Tanji. Like <laughs> he's hiding he's hiding from the rest of the village. Alright, then he stumbles upon this. Tanji's making some great points about oh, okay, swords makers. Yeah. So he's like, Oh, this guy's kinda nice, and then he passes out. He's like, Oh, I gotta help this guy. But then as he starts to wake up, he's like, Oh, as soon as I see those eyes, I'm gonna lose it because he keeps breaking my swords. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I think that's what's I like I like this. I did not catch it. 
So the Mist Hashira got his hands on the key, and the Sword Kid, or uh, Kotatsu and Tanji, they start bonding. And we learn some history about what they call the mechanical doll. He's needed to make it move, it can overpower a human, and is capable of 108 moves. Not 109, Chad. 108. Interesting. Now we hear some slashing as we learn about this and run over to see a duel. What stops this thing from killing somebody? From what I can tell, nothing. <laughs> the doll has six swords. It's also known as Yorichi Type Zero. And it was made by uh, Kotatsu's ancestors. The doll was modeled after an actual swordsman, but he couldn't be re- replicated without being given six arms and swords. And the kid doesn't know the model as he was from the Sengoku era more than 300 years ago. See, this gotta be. This is gonna be really cool if it was like the ancestor is. We are to presume to be a Hashira, right? This yeah, you'll reach a type zero. So what if it is just like he is a Hashira and his father or something or his son is literally the number one demon, and something happened between them that made his father or son for some reason go down the dark path into the demon. So you realm. don't think this was modeled after the demon? That's I was not, thinking that's it not what that. it seems like because it, it almost seems like even when we saw the flashback the first episode that that was a different person now. Hmm. You're saying you're going off like a hair thing or a, yeah, its personality. You're well, and and then the fact and then the fact that our theory was wrong, like the demon was going to be in the sun too. Now it just makes me think, okay, that's not even the same person. Yeah, yeah. is what makes me just think that. I think with all the talk about it being them saying like, oh, well, that's 300 years ago. Of course I didn't know that guy. That'd be, that would be impossible. I'm kind of taking it as like, okay, yeah, something has still gone on with this number one demon. This is, they modeled this after him. It's the same guy from the flashback because Tanji's looking at it and going, I've seen this guy in a dream before. But didn't, isn't the number one demon from even further back than 300 years? That's what makes me think maybe that was like it, the number one demon's like his granddad. Like could even be, it could even be like great, great, great granddad. It could be generations, and he tried to fight. That would be even cool too, is if how Yurichi, the original Yurichi, died from fighting the number one demon. Okay. So he died from literally his own blood. All right. That'd be pretty sick. Theory craft, theory crafted up. Three hundred. How long ago was it since the? It was a hundred and eighteen years since the last one had died. 113. 113 since, yeah, years. Yeah, because it was a, remember it was a weird number or whatever. Yeah. Your boy. Hongin too. So it hasn't broken down once, and the technology is so advanced that they can't even get close to it today, which uh, doesn't How? make a whole lot of sense. Does How? not Good question, Chad. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. How? The only reason, this is some Travis shit right here. Oh, this is actually a perfect example. The past has been filled, or from the time that they made this marvel, this technology marvel, to now, it's just been a whole line of Travis's. Because all, unless we ran out of the materials to make it happen, which it doesn't seem like we have, all someone needed to do was write some shit down. Now, why is this like Travis? Because here we are, you know, we've been on a stretch now where all the shows we've done have been on Hulu or Netflix. 
Now this one, when it comes out, it's only on Crunchy, okay? Now, do I already have nine different subscription accounts? Yes, I do. So do I usually use your Crunchy? Yes, I do. Now, did I get signed out of your Crunchy on my TV? Yep. Is it on Travis's TV? Yep. Did I go to take notes last night at 10 p.m. so they would be ready today? Of course I did. Now, did I ask Travis and... Did I say, hey, do you have Chad's login information so I can get on Crunchy? Because I knew that he signed into it, and I know that he's had it at some point. Now, is that something that you would think someone would put in a notes app or write down? Yeah, you would, but when I was asking him, did I say, there's no way he's going to have it? So when I called him, he went, uh, 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 yeah, it's just, um, signed into on my TV. Did I immediately hang up? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Did I say bye? Did not. Just hung up. Did you watch it on his TV? So today I had to take the notes today on his TV when I got home from work. Now people are saying, oh, Ronnie, it sounds like you had it before. Why do you not have the username and password? I used to, got a new phone. It's not on the phone anymore. It was in our text. And I would just go back. And I would type in Crunchy. And then I would find it. You know I have a cellular device. You could have just asked Yeah, me. but it was just kind of like, ah, I don't want to get that guy. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to get that guy involved. He just... He played two basketball games. He's tired. And I was just mad that Travis didn't have it. Because that was my in right there, but he let me down. But it's an amicable... You have my Hulu. Anytime you need my Hulu. Thanks, dude. I think I do use your Hulu. Yeah. I might have gotten logged out, though. I think I need your info again. Don't, I didn't write it down. <laughs> I haven't given it to your sister, so you can come straight to the source. I'll help okay. you out. I'll probably need Thank your crunchy you. at some point, because Travis doesn't have it. Moving on. All that to say, why do they not have a instruction manual to run this thing? I'm telling you, it's because number one demon, Kokushibu, is it, how do you say his name again? Kokushibu? Kokushibo. Kokushibo. He must have went on a slaughter fest. Maybe, but listen. He tries, this, oh, dude. Wait. Oh, d- the doll is 300 years old, and then this is this is exactly why the guy says that he can't fix it. He goes... 300 years. 300 years. He goes, yeah. My dad passed away suddenly. No brothers, no sisters. (laughs) Not a good enough reason. No. That wasn't the family... That wasn't the family that Muzan wanted dead, right? Who? This family? This dumb... No. No. It wasn't... No. That was like the Uriyu Shushi family. Okay. Can we meet them? That might be Tanji's. No, they're going to be cool. That might be uh, Nanji's family. Why do you say that? Nanji's family is Tanji's family. You're getting now. You're really getting, <laughs> now. You're really trying to get a little too creative with these theories. Well, I feel, I feel like they would have shown us that damn family by now. Yeah, I'm. I'm very interested in that family. Yeah, because they're talking highly of them. So the Mistashira is smooth. He's uh. Only, he's only around Tanji's age. We hear from not Betty Croker, but from what I can tell, her name is Bitchy Croker. The Miss Hashira is a descendant of a son Hashira. It's probably the master now that I think about it. You're still thinking about it over there, huh? <laughs> you missed my Bitchy Croker take because you were still thinking about it? It is Bitchy Croker. I don't like the female Betty. I'm not a fan. So this guy, he's a prodigy, and he's way out of Tanji's league. Tanji observes that he isn't using sun breathing, and that earns him an aggressive bite right on the cheek by Miss Bitchy. 
Um, and this somehow makes Tanji realize where he saw the guy before, talking about the doll. It was in a dream. The kid says, maybe it's an inherited memory. We're going into the paths. Physi- yeah, we are. Physical forms aren't the only things that get passed on. The memories do as well. We hear a slash in the training sesh, and uh, Kotetsu can't take it. He starts running away, bawling his eyes out. Oh, the poor kid. Tanji sniffs him out into a tree, and then this is really where it started to sink in for us. I think at this point, you turned to me, you said, so I guess this episode is really just about this kid and his doll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we went from like what we thought was going to be the coolest theory of all time to just a 10-year-old <laughs> crying about a doll. <laughs> They had to build Tanji's character up, so we get a second very long speech that was very um, motivational. We didn't know that he was a nice guy who wanted to help everyone, so they wanted to take a second to be like, look, this guy, nice guy. Yeah. Tanji's main speech here is that you have to try, even if you might not succeed, keep the doll around. Tanji goes on to use his own experience. He's like, I don't know if I'll be able to beat Muzan and save Nezuko, but someone will. You know, I'm going to get it as close as I can, and, and then I don't someone like will this, finish man. the job if I can't do That's, it. This scares me. It's always that characters always die when they say stuff like this that. Is the Ronnie, this is the Ronnie's mind set. I don't like how confident people are. We do this, uh, we've done it in Pickleball, we do it all the time. You don't like oh. how confident Tanji is right here? Or? No, I'm saying I'm Tanji. This is the this yeah, right. is the You'll right. You'll say f- somebody will finish it for me? No, I'm saying, like, I'm going to do my best, but we'll see. We'll see how the chips fall. Well, if you had Tanji's mindset, you'd be like, I'm going to do my best, but I know if I don't do it, that Chad will. Well, Chad yeah, will finish the deal. that might be where I disconnect, because <laughs> I don't know how much faith I have in my uh, the people surrounding me, because they're the ones that make me mad, where they're like, oh, yeah, we're not going to, we're going to do this for sure. This is going to be easy. We're going to. Well, yeah, and, and also, uh, I'm not the best at pickleball, so I don't think you should be doing that with me. Oh no! If, if but, you were just like, yeah, I, I don't know if I'll do it, but which is Chad why, sure will. Which is why when we play people and you go, oh, and you have never seen them play, you go, dude, we're going to kill them. Dude, you did the same thing though with that one guy at work with the annoying Instagram. You saw one play off of an Instagram post. <laughs> well, that guy, that guy is an exception. I'll fucking smoke that kid. <laughs> you name a time and a place, I'll whip his ass. That guy. Howard. Fuck that guy. His name's Howard. Yeah. More like coward. Yeah. That's the rule. I'm going to never underestimate my opponent unless you tell me their name is Howard. And then I go, okay, I got him. My biggest takeaway from this whole speech is Tanji's insane upper body strength uh, to hang one handed from a limb for that long. Without looking tired at all. Not at all. Kotetsu's mask becomes a bit askew. Um,. Made me mad because I wanted him to take the whole thing off. He's 10 years old, and as they are walking back to the training sesh, the Mist Hashira is walking away. His sword snaps, so he's just taking one from the doll. <laughs> it doesn't... I mean, maybe they uh, really keep keep up with those blades. It's But here he could have easily like taken out that doll, right? He just was basically just training, like dicking around, and then he... That's what I can't... I think so. Like, if you could take a sword from it, that means you could win when you wanted to, right? Yeah. Maybe he just... I don't know. That's confusing. I think that's what I'm supposed to believe. Um, I mean, he didn't seem frazzled at all, so I think he, he held his own. 
he throws his old sword at Tanji's face. <laughs> now, this is what I was talking about earlier. Tanji thinks about this guy and is like, he's so rude that he can't be doing this on purpose. Like, he doesn't realize how he's coming off to people. He's just very blunt and to the point. But meanwhile, his crow lands on his shoulder and gives Tanji just an absurd amount of sass. She, yeah. Basically, I can't even remember exactly what the lick was, but it sounded like this. It sounded like this. It went... <laughs> yeah. She just gave him one of those. Sassy passy. A storm rolls in to really make this sad. They were like, oh, wow, this kid's got to cry again, so let's bring in a sword to make it seem like this is the end of the world because this doll's broken. Now... I mean, you were just a mess when you were looking at this damaged doll, right? You couldn't believe where we were. Oh, dude, this is when I started shedding tears on the reaction. Yeah. It was crazy. At one point, you kind of you leaned over and whispered to my ear. You just went, top 10 anime betrayal. <laughs> so I don't know how we're getting out of this situation. They pick it up. They're trying anything and everything. They wind it back up and nothing until something. And by nothing until something, I mean it immediately starts uh, cranking back up. Yeah, it was literally just missing one arm. Yeah, the gears start to click. Out of six. This thing is absolutely fine. Easiest maintenance fix ever. If it was a car repair shop, they would, this would have cost you $360. Yeah. Kotetsu is enraged. Now he wants Tanji to break this doll. He wants him to train on it. Let's go. Because he needs to get better than the mist just to prove a point. A call from an 855 number. Oh, wow. Tell them they're on the air. Hello? Hello? You're live on air. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, sir. Yes. My name is John. I'm calling on behalf of Xfinity, sir. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, Just doing a podcast. How about you? Oh, okay. Uh, Sorry for the interruption, sir. Um, I'm doing great, too. Um, Well, we're reaching out to you today, sir, to let you know about some uh, promotions that we're offering on our internet services. I hope I'm not taking a lot of your time too, sir. No, we do a podcast. This is great. Yeah, this is uh, this is fine. Uh, okay, so um, you know, when it comes to our internet, sir, um, you know, if you don't mind me asking, who would be your internet provider? <laughs> He's getting into a lot there. Yeah, I just hung up. Fuck that. Fuck <laughs> that. Just have a forty-minute conversation. We just have a forty-minute <laughs> podcast. podcast. <laughs> Okay, where were we? Somewhere in here. Oh yeah, easiest maintenance fix ever. So they start training next day, and it's kind of a Mr. Potato Head situation. Um, They can just remove the swords and put wood planks in its hands, no problem. Changing weapons. Kotetsu has a very (laughs) grueling training strategy. He says, Tanji, please get stronger. And I thought, wow, this guy's good. You know Tanji's nice when he's literally letting a 10-year-old be a sensei for a little while. Oh, just wait. This was some of the... You miss a few of the details the first time through when I was doing the rewatch. I was so mad at Tanji. He then says, what you have to say to that machine is, is that all you've got, scumbag? And don't taunt machines. Another thing that was... AI, you gotta be careful with AI. Don't do it. He also says... You tell him things like his hair is like seaweed. Well, it's 300 years old. You're not upkeeping the machine. Of course it is. His legs are too short. Looks like a pretty tall drink yeah, of water looked, to me. I thought it looked fine. Perfectly fine height. I would kill for those legs. Well, kill for the length of those legs. My calves are... 
Uh, Some people, when they see my legs, they go. No, they go like I've this. never they go seen like, that. They go like this. They go. Just need to be a little longer. <laughs> Thankfully, Tanji knows that all that's too far. He doesn't taunt the machine. And as Tanji begins training, he reveals Mist is actually younger than him. So they keep. They're like. That is just insane. Pretty wild, right? That's absolutely insane. How old do you think Mist is? I mean, what did we decide Tanji was? Like 15? 20? He's not 20. No, he's like 17 or 18 by now. He was 15 at the start of the show, so it's been like two years or whatever. 17 or 18? Yeah. I don't think we ever proved that. No, I think he, yeah. All right. Be Let careful, though. I'll be careful. I don't think he's 18. How old is... Tanji's looking that up. Tanjiro start season three. So, okay, just show me season one. In episode three of season one, he is 15 years old. Ha-ha! And... So they don't have the information, huh? No. Time has passed. I don't know how much it is. I would say he's probably close to 17. Okay. It's been been around two years. I'm fine with that, 17. So, yeah, then maybe this guy is 15 now. Mr. 15 now. That's so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) That he's this good or what? What's stupid about it? Yeah, that he's like 15, this good. He's a freaking Hashira. I mean, so, I mean, this is when he gets hit hard. More coaching from the kid who self-admittedly says he's no good with a sword. So it's just weird that he's, you know, given this opportunity to himself. And then tells Tanji he isn't getting any more food until he gets better. Now, fast forward, we're on day five. Tanji's sliding on top of his head. Things aren't going well. Tanji, in his inner monologue, says, Because Kotetsu knew nothing, uh, knows nothing about sword training, he's clueless of human limits. This is making for really tough training sessions, especially with him withholding water and food for three days. Thank God it rained so I could barely, so I could survive. I cannot believe he let this 10-year-old kid pawn him like this. It's a crazy person. He's so crazy. Imagine your little cousin coming up and just being like, well, Chad, no food or water until you sink 100 threes in a row. Well, the craziest part about it, though, is it works for Tanji. Like, if he wasn't like this, he wouldn't be getting better. But he's so nice that he gets better. I think he could get better. (laughs) I think he could get better. Because what do they say? Rest days, they're just as important as their training days. Sleep. You need your sleep. Ladies and gentlemen, sleep is more important than anything you can do in this world. If you don't get that seven to nine hours of sleep, proper REM cycle sleep, don't go piss in the middle of the night. Suck it up. Hold it in. Hold it in. What you want to do is hold it in. Some people will say that if you're the... uh, Master of your own domain, you can wake up nine times during the night to look at the clock and be like, "Wow, I still got longer to go." And you're still fine. You're still fine. It still counts. Do you do that still, dude? I'm addicted to it. Sometimes you're I fall. back. No, sometimes I am. Sometimes I'm not. You know what I? You know what I really like doing it. When it's on a, it's approaching a Monday morning. I'm not ready for the weekend to be over. So Sunday, I'll set like a two a.m. alarm. Just one. Yeah, sometimes if I wake up again after the 2 a.m. and it's like 3.30 and I have to wake up at 6.15, I'm scared at the idea of waking up and it being 6.15, so I'll throw in like a 5.21 
to get a nice little 45 minute mark uh, going. Okay. But I've gotten better. I'm trying to get better. I wake up sometimes and have to pee, and it's just so annoying. You should try the pins. Yeah. Just I let could. it loose. Try, try it out. And then I have dreams that I am peeing in the dream, and then I wake up and I have to pee. How many times have you peed the bed? Like, never. You've never done it. Like, I don't remember whenever I have. I'm sure when I was a little kid, maybe once or twice, but I've never physically done it. Are you telling the truth? Yeah. Dude, ask, my, ask my I, mom, dad. Do it. I dare you. Well, I'm just saying this because I couldn't remember. I never peed the bed for years, and then like three years ago, in my 20s, I just randomly peed the bed. You did not start peeing the bed every day at three years ago. <laughs> That's not what I said. It was a one-off, and it was the most confusing night of my life. You peed the bed? I peed the bed, dude. 23 years old, 24 years old. Yeah. Why didn't you tell me about this? Because, I, I don't know, I guess I needed three years to get over the embarrassment, but now I'm Was just, it on a work? I'm trying to... Cl- was it on a work day? I think it was. Did, how bad? Like, you peed the entire bed? <laughs> I mean, I, it wasn't like sleeping Ronnie went out of his way to hit the whole landscape. No, it was pretty much... So you woke up it in the middle of the night, or you woke up at normal time and realized that you peed the Dude, bed? Dude, I think it was just, I think it was a fool, my mind fooled me. I, it was like a dream situation where I was like, oh, I'm peeing in the dream. And then I woke up and kaboom, I'm laying in the bed. Wow. See, I have a dreams that I'm peeing, but I always wake up just having to pee really bad. Good I don't call. actually I mean, pee. Good for you. It's weird. Now, are you going to tell me when it's you slip up? How? I mean, how does that happen? One time? One time slip up? You, you need to get checked. You, need you, a never, you never got like drunk and or like hung over and had an accident? No, I'm surprised I haven't got drunk and done it's it. It's so bad to call it an accident, right? I've thrown up in the middle of the night. It's so much easier to just admit like, oh yeah, I peed the bed one time and said I had an accident. Yeah, don't say it's an accident. Just say it was a purpose. <laughs> I had yeah. a purpose. Just like, yeah, I purposely <laughs> did it just to try it out. Yeah, I'm just causing, I'm just trying to create awareness. Sometimes it happens, people. When you're grown up, it's nice. You can just do what you need to do to take care of it. What did you do? I want to hear what you did. Dude, I just threw the sheets away, flipped the bed over, and... <laughs> no. No, I, uh... I, I, th- I don't even remember. Mom! So. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, what do I do? No, I... F- uh, I'll tell you, this is so stupid, though. What do, what do you do, you know? I... <laughs> I steamed it. I steamed okay. it out of my bed. You steamed it with more piss. You just. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking threw the uh, threw the sheets away. Got new sheets because I'm doing very well. I don't need. Yeah. It's not like oh I got to try and salvage these and wash them. No, I just buy some more sheets. Nine hundred thread count. Um, and then yeah, I don't. I just left a fan running. I think I did flip the bed, but then I steamed the spot before. You can't see it. It wasn't that much. Yeah. Nice. But when you wake up with wet britches, you know. Right. Things are going good. Yeah. <laughs> Must have been going through something. Aren't we all? Dude, it was right in the middle of that bitch Corey V. Corey, oh, yeah, that's why. That bitch Corey V did it. Here we go. Tanji's listening to a 10-year-old. So he's so sleep deprived, so hungry, so almost dying of thirst that it causes him to daydream about little ghost children floating across a bridge, a bridge that he fell off of, gets pulled down further into the water by warm massaging hands 
He smelled a smelly smell that smells smelly of something glowing down in the water. Mr. Krabs. And then, boom, he snaps out of it. And when he snaps out of it, Tanji can smell this thing's moves. I don't know what happened here. They're trying. I felt like they were trying to tell me something happened here because he's literally having the hardest time, having the hardest time. Are they just saying like, oh, see, the only way Tanji was able to overcome this thing is by being on the brink of death from starvation and thirst that he was. I think it like puts him in survival mode where he because his sense, his main sense is smell Mm -hmm. is the sense of smell. Yep. So. I think Tanji, what he needs to do is just get very primal, get very animalistic, and become one with his sniffer. Okay. Yeah, it smells uh, different than an opening thread. Tanji dodges a near death as this thing, I mean, now has swords. They've replaced it to swords. He then lands a blow, Tanji does, and finally gets some food. This allows for him to get some energy back, and oh wow, what happens when he gets some energy back? He starts progressing very much quickly, very much quickly, very quickly. He's now locked in on its scent, makes everything way easier. Tanji's ready to slash this thing, but he's a nice guy. He almost doesn't go for it until Kotatsu's like in the most anime part of the episode, by the way. In slow motion, gives while him a, he's about to do this. Gives him a 10-minute speech while Tanji's hanging upside down, waiting to see if he's going to slash this thing or not. Says he wants him to, that he'll figure out how to fix it. You know, he's got to overcome his own struggles now. And so Tanji does just that, but of course, he's going to break his sword. That's what he does. Yep. Can't help himself. But shouldn't be a problem. As he also broke off the head of the machine, and on the inside, the secret weapon from over 300 years ago. The Sun Katana. I am excited for Tanji to use this. I'm excited for it, but I've got a hot take, dude. It almost looks so cool that it's going to mess with me. Is is it going to be like a case where um, you're playing a video game and someone... Someone either pays for an in-game content thing or unlocks to the last level, so everyone else is just like, like the running Mr. around. Are you talking about like, like the Mr. B skin? In yeah, yeah, yeah. So like basically everyone's running around default skins, and then Tanji just has like a Mr. B skin, so it's like catches everyone's eye all the time. I don't know. Yeah, I, I kind of like. It. I the think sword I'm gonna looks love so it. Crazy. It looks so good. The uh, the pommel. I love talking about sword pommels. It's cool he's got it. I guess the big thing now is we're just going to have to see, like, is this going to unlock some of his sun-breathing powers? Is it a, uh, what is it? I I love this. If Muzan is really scared of the sun-breathers, Tanji is getting better at sun-breathing, and he gets an old sun-breathing relic. I mean, this is going to be incredible. Tanji's going to sniff his way to the finish line. Yeah. So you think it is going to improve them. What is the, why can't I think of the term when it's like, um, like the example that everyone's thinking of, of course, is when Bugs Bunny uh, gives Michael Jordan and Space Jam MJ special stuff and it's just oh. water, but it's a placebo effect. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it could be a placebo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm wondering. But you know, 
always all katanas are like Cannot, so can't believe that mj made that dunk yeah, that was a sick dunk dude about against when the he stretched stars. himself yeah because it was really a placebo he really didn't stretch his arm that far it was just part of like the the thing the magic juice i'm so loony um but i think what it is is tanji is getting literally because an old katana is literally better if you sharpen it right like it's supposed to be better i think too <laughs> that was that was called swords with chad <laughs> yeah this it's is like the, a, this is the weekly thing where chad discusses swords it's like a cast iron pan is that what i'm saying yeah, it is it really is and the fact that it's a sun breather too it's gonna work perfect because that's the technique he uses so how well is sometimes well he's does it, does my it, hot take tanji fully just goes he into ditches that the water yes Okay. Because if Muzan is afraid of the sun technique, I don't think he's afraid of the water. A little splash of water. Right. That's true. Maybe you're right. But would the water help him if he ever goes against the... That's the thing. Can the number one demon, can it, can it still use some sun Hashira moves? Yeah. To me, well, he what was it? He just fought a demon where the water worked better, right? Which he has to master Hinokami Kagura, but... Yeah, he's got to. <laughs> That is, oh, that is such a podcast Demon Slayer clip. That's what most most people, like, when I look up people online, I told you about, like, our reactions. We don't do it right, and I, you know, we're too tr- making jokes and stuff, and most people are just like, dude, I think that guy's gonna be stronger than that guy. Or other people are like, I think that guy's dying this season. We just don't have a whole lot of those conversations, but what you just said there should yep. be exactly what we say seven times in our next reaction, which is just, dude, he's got to master Hinokami Kagura. <laughs> let's say that. Let's say that as many times as possible next <laughs> let's, reaction. Yeah, let's just keep doing it. I'll just keep peppering it in there. Yeah, yeah. Just in the most random times. Just He's got to. He's got to master Hinokami ah, Kagura. People he's, are going to hate us. If he's got a chance, he's got to do it. That's probably going to be the one that gets 10,000 views. This has been fun. I had a fun podcast on an episode that we weren't sure how it was going to go. Yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, Email us at the podcast, chroniclesofgmail.com. Check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash Ronnie and Chad. Follow us at Ronnie and Chad on all socials. We'll be talking with you real soon. I've been Ronnie. Don't pee during the night. I've been Chatty. God, should I have said that? Peace. Peace. I was trying to create awareness.